But there was also a level at which I was like, no, my nightmare is just constantly, like, there was a period of my life where every person I dated, it was like, I thought they were something else, and I'd find out that they were a musician, and I was like, oh, god damn it. (laughs) (laughs) This is just like my hell, like a house full of musicians trying to date each other, like, ugh. Welcome to another episode of Podjiba, the Pajiba Television Podcast. Uh, I'm Pajiba contributor Dan Hamamura. With me, as always, are Pajiba TV editor Tori Preston. Hi, Dan. Hi, and Pajiba Grand Puba Dustin Rolls. <laughs> Welcome, Dan. Welcome. Thank you for welcoming me to this podcast. Your show. <laughs> it's not my. It's our show. Well, you host but, you know. the show. Mm. We're just along for the ride. That's true. Yeah, I, uh, I take I don't no think responsibility. I don't know if that's accurate. Um, no, it's, you it's come equally up the game, our fault. Therefore, you are the host. Uh, what I, what I would like to say is that for all of our loyal listeners, uh, it's equally everyone's fault. So, or you know, credit if you if you enjoy it. Mm. So, um, anyway, and by that congratulations. we mean it's really producer Seth. It is producer right. Seth. Uh, it's his fault. He's the one who makes us do this every week. Uh, he is. Uh, he is. Waving his arms wildly on the uh, on my Zoom call with him, uh, I can't hear what he's saying because I have him muted. But it looks like uh, he's saying something about "go duck yourself." Yeah. And uh, so, anyway, um, if you would like to tell uh, producer Seth to go duck himself, then you can do so on Twitter at Love Spackle. Uh, that's spelled L U V S P A C K L E. Uh, it is. Uh, it's not spackle. not dirty. It is. It's a, not dirty. Uh, it's innocent. Oh, can I tell you one thing? Actually, the go duck yourself thing is very appropriate <laughs> because producer Seth told me that he's been catching up on uh, Ducktales. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, my passion uh, during his period of self isolation. So, if you are so inclined and you have caught up on Ducktales, like say the episodes that are currently airing uh, Saturday mornings, you could um, let him know some of the details because I'm pretty sure he's maybe partway through season two, but I know he's really excited to find out what's going on. So if you have uh, duck yourself related uh, hot tips, feel free L-U-V-S-P-A-C-L-E. to send them to L-U-V-S-P-A-C-L-E. C-K-L-E. Dustin, C-K-L-E. we're, I'm we're sorry. like two minutes in and you're already not spelling correctly. But, it's not uh, hard. Well, no, but it might be depending on what be. Dustin's oh, drinking. Well. So uh, what are you drinking? I am drinking, uh, you know, Allagash, because um, I used uh, my bottle of wine on a different Zoom call. I apologize. <laughs> so no, all I have left is beer. I like that it sounds like you only have one bottle of wine. One a week, you know? We only go to the grocery store once a week, and I get that bottle of wine. And you only buy one bottle of wine a week. That's right. Otherwise, I would drink a bottle of wine every night, Dan. Oh. I was not aware I that enjoy you wine. don't do that. No, I don't. (laughs) When I'm not on a podcast or a Zoom call, I have like a beer with dinner and that's it. Oh, okay. That's good. I'm I'm less concerned about your health. Um, Yeah, that's really healthy. The self-restraint. Yeah. I don't, I'm not an over drinker unless I'm chatting with people. (laughs) 
Sure. It's our fault. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, Tori, what about you? I'm drinking a red blend. Same stuff. I got like three bottles and uh, before I went into isolation and the bourbon and some beer. And I'm slowly going through, you know, I'm trying to make it last. Yeah, Which is also yeah, hard because sense. more people seem to want to do Zoom calls and I can't look at people without drinking. <laughs> so many Zoom calls, right? <laughs> oh my God. I don't, it's like you've been my friends forever. I've <laughs> lived up a mountain forever. Why do you all want to talk to me now? <laughs> but I, I don't know why, but I really, I found myself really enjoying these Zoom calls. They are fun. Mm-hmm. We could just yeah, never... almost. Oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, we could just do this forever. We could just never. I know. Ever I'm see like people. happy with that. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually now reverse weird because we do the podcast audio only. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wait, so are you saying that the podcast now is weird because we don't do video? Yeah. yeah. Which, should we be recording a Zoom? I mean, we like, can. We it's, uh... Oh, we don't have to share the, the visuals with everyone else. <laughs> I just, I like That's the right. disconnect of us being able to look at each other and like no one else. I feel like it would be weird for for all of us to suddenly see uh, see each other after not after just just existing in audio form. But we are a television podcast. That's yeah. true. Um, yeah, we, but, we uh, obviously have to be audio only. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, like, like my in laws, we you know we saw them every you know three or four months, and now we talk to them once a week for, like, an hour and a half mm-hmm. on Zoom, which is great. It's fine. I, it's so much easier to communicate this way. I just wish yeah. we all had more things to talk about other than, how's your quarantine? Yeah. Right. That's the one thing. It's like, people, how are you? And I'm like, I'm cooking dinner <laughs> the same way I do every day. Like, I don't know what to tell you, man. <laughs> Like I'm the same. <laughs> I've been in my apartment all week. Yeah, it, they mm-hmm. after a while it starts to feel like health checks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm still here. Uh, Dan, uh, what are you drinking? Oh yeah, um, I am <laughs> drinking um, layer cake. Uh, Prosecco? Sauvignon, no, it's Sauvignon Blanc. Mm. It says it's 100% handcrafted, so I guess no, that's good. Me on that's that's a good stuff, man. I don't know, man. <laughs> it had a it has a, a screw top, so I can save yes. the other half for later, and it uh, it's good. That's that's we'll what I know about wine. Half. Well, we'll see. Right know. now, right now it'll be okay, but it's early. Um, I have no idea how anybody can drink one. Uh, the, Drink half a bottle. You just keep drinking till it's gone. I, I don't know. No. Sometimes you get tired of drinking and you want to stop. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm trying to preserve, so I <laughs> I try yeah, to make children. my bottles of wine stretch out. <laughs> my children have this this amazing capacity to eat until they're full and then they quit. And I'm like, oh my god, how did you you just stop eating? It's I amazing. don't do that. Yeah, no, no when it's either. food, no, when it's food, yeah. I have to, I will eat until it's gone because right. I want to make sure that if it's something really tasty, that I had the most of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so when no one's looking, I'll continue to sneak bites. So, and cause it's like, I just, I want the satisfaction, even if it makes me sick of knowing right. that like, 
mm-hmm. I had the most of that right. can of brownies. <laughs> <laughs> my problem is, is with the. Uh, uh, I was just gonna say my problem is is with the uh, when you get past the point of having enough for leftovers. So when it's like if you oh, have yeah, yeah. whatever you're eating yeah. and then. You have enough, and now you've eaten enough where you, you're full and you're happy and satisfied. But then you look and you're like, well, that's not enough for like a yeah, meal yeah. tomorrow. Right. And so I've what's had, the point of saving it? Let's <laughs> well, just eat it right I've now. I've had 10 yes. pieces of pizza, but there's only two left. I'm, right. And two pieces is not pieces. a meal. No. That's like, no. gonna, you're going to be sad tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. So instead of being sad tomorrow, eat it today and be sad today. Yeah. 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 We uh, made a 12 and a half pound ham yesterday, and wow, just the amount of ham I ate, just because I couldn't stop. It was there. Did, did you have leftovers, <laughs> or no? We ended up having uh, a lot of leftovers, which we then finished tonight. Mm-hmm. And 12 and a half pounds of ham is a lot of ham. I was going to say, because I was like, that's a lot of ham. And then I was like, but you do have a lot of people in your household. Right, it's true. But three of them are, you know, fairly tiny and know how to quit eating. <laughs> I mean, they'll outgrow that, right? I, I don't know. It's such a... I, I encourage it. I'm like, oh my God, this is really cool. I'm so proud of you. You just stopped eating. <laughs> <laughs> you just experience a sense of fullness and stop. I like, let yourself be satisfied it's by that. I don't understand. <laughs> foreign concept to me. No, if I don't... Like... I don't understand how to eat without my stomach eventually just hurting. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Tori, that reminds me of uh, another beloved uh, uh, person, or, or, well, not person in this case, but character, who, uh, oh. who, who loves to eat and it has been described, I believe, as a thick king. Am I getting that right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. I am I'm talking about Cheddar. Cheddar, cheddar the, the dog. dog. <laughs> oh my god, I feel like I just arrived. I've been compared <laughs> to a corgi from a television show. Oh, um, that dog. So so we've been, uh, uh, just a little background, we, we've been uh, trying to talk about Brooklyn Nine-Nine for weeks. <laughs> and, and yet every week in the pre-show it gets punted because we're like, oh, we don't have to talk about it this week. Um, not because we didn't enjoy it, because their uh, their seventh season has been very enjoyable. But right. you know, it's just one it, of the best. It's, yeah, yeah. But it's just a uh, it's kind of a background show. Like it's you can enjoy it. It doesn't. But it's not. It's never been pressing. Like oh my god, I have to talk about last week's show. Um, but we're at the end of the season. Uh, their season finale will air this Thursday, and uh, they've been renewed for an eighth season. So they yeah. actually. Uh, uh, Dan Gore, the showrunner, tweeted today that they they just started the writers' room virtually over Zoom uh, oh. for season eight, so they're back to work. Um, but it's been it's been you really great. Dan, uh, the last couple weeks, especially, we've been t- uh, we've been enjoying uh, because Cheddar the dog has shown up for the last couple episodes, um, and so I don't know. I just kind of appreciate the show. Although I had I did have a question. Which was, um, so Tori, I know you watch the show, uh, kind of, you keep up week to week. Yeah. Uh, and Dustin, I believe you watch as well? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, hmm. good. Um, but uh, this season, 
it, it felt to me like, uh, this is the question I've been meaning to ask for like two months, um, <laughs> which is that it feels, the storylines that they've played, it feels like they, it feels like they thought this was the last season. So they're kind of emptying the tank and doing a lot of, a lot of weird stuff that, um, either weird stuff that they didn't, um, uh, they hadn't gotten to do before or the recurring bits, they're just bringing everything back. And so they're like, okay, let's do, um, you know, obviously they have to do a heist, but this heist is going to be crazy and different. Or they bring back, uh, 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 Craig Robinson's character, but then that story becomes bigger. And like each story they're doing, like, what's the biggest version of this we can do? Um, and, uh, but then, you know, thankfully they were renewed. So they have another season to go, but so, because because you posed that question mm-hmm. like two months ago, and I've been able to kind of watch the show with that in the back of my mind, mm-hmm. and I can both see it and I actually, like on the one hand, if if they were to say, yeah, we thought this was the last season, so we just wanted it to all be like kind of callbacks and do it bigger and better than ever, um, I I would totally believe that. But I also was thinking those, re- especially the recurring bits, they do them every season. Like right, the Pontiac right. Bandit comes back mm-hmm. every season, and it's always right. like a little bit better, a little bit mm-hmm. better. If anything, I was thinking it would be the reverse, where like, is the fact that they just now have this roster of reoccurring bits that they do, is it that they're falling back on them? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, has anything crazier than before happened? If anything, I mean, like, you have like Jake and Amy are pregnant. Like, that's one of the more normal sitcom storylines they could possibly be going through. Right. Um, Although definitely fueled by, I mean, Melissa Fumero was uh, pregnant in real life. Right. But also Um, the last time she was pregnant in real life, they just had her hold boxes. And this time they wrote (laughs) the pregnancy in and then made a joke about how she's just holding boxes. Right, right. (laughs) Um, I didn't realize she was pregnant before. Yeah, there's like a whole... (laughs) There's a whole season where she's entirely shot behind. They found an excuse to put like a copy machine on the roof just so for the (laughs) staging of a scene, she's standing behind a copy machine. Right. Uh Um, Although they did, uh, one other thing that they did this season, which was kind of new, was the um, uh, earlier in the season when they brought in uh, Vanessa Bayer and she had, so they they brought her in as a new character who recurred and had her own little arc. Right, um, which even was kind of great. Yeah, which was great, and uh, her being kind of this insanely nice slash uh, uh, sociopath, <laughs> who yeah. is um, both the nicest person and also maybe evil. If if uh, yeah, just if don't left give her, her own devices, yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you give her cocaine, then all of a sudden uh, she's a bad guy. But yeah, it's like the gremlins; like you don't feed them after midnight with her. It's just like don't give. <laughs> her cocaine right (laughs) um yeah and that like but that's also not necessarily that different from what they've there's often like the there was a a finale that promises some sort of shake up to the order and in this case like her character was introduced as a foot patrol partner to um to hold right because he was no longer allowed to be the captain of the precinct right um, and so she's around for the episodes until he gets to be captain again. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was kind of like appended a to her, but like, you know, there was a time that he and, you know, Peralta had to go undercover or, you know, 
I think, didn't he end up at another precinct one time? Like, there, a lot of times, the beginning of the season, there's some shakeup. Right. There was one season where he was, uh, he was transferred to, uh, to PR, right? Right. Because of Wunsch. Because of Wunsch. Oh, but they killed Wunsch. And they killed so Wunsch. That, did, that, that. Yeah. did feel... That was yeah, that felt episode. to me like a very, like, last season, like, oh, we're... I mean, you know, this is the last move you can do with her if you're going to do this, so... Yeah. And then she was back directing... Kira right. Sedgwick. Sure <laughs> Although like I guess episodes. considering that her whole episode was her enacting revenge from beyond the grave, then she could do some version of it again, I guess. I don't know. And I could see them uh, doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Or having her, her twin sister show up. <laughs> Which Why I not? could also see them doing. Yeah. Um, and they had the, but, but like, and that's the thing. What I, I actually like about the show is that all of these recurring bits, like normally you, you have that thing of, you know, it, Diminishing returns. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is immune to that. There's just returns. <laughs> like, they, <Right>. don't get, <laughs> they, they don't get worse. And it's not that I like them better than the previous time either. It's just mm -hmm. always welcome. I'm just always happy. It's like, yes, bring back Craig Robinson. Right. Or bring back, you know, the... Um, when they, <laughs> they bring back... A, oh, what's-his-face as Peralta's dad... Oh, oh, um, oh, Bradley Whitford. Bradley Whitford, Whitford oh, so yeah. Good. yeah. So good. Oh, my God. It's just a dirt bag. And then introduce his dad. <laughs> um, and then Martin Mull as his dad. Who just, <laughs> yeah. Um, that one and he cut good. off his other thumb. <laughs> so perfect. <laughs> it was so... But, and that's the thing. It's like, you can watch it. And it, it's, I think it's the... All of these bits are only special because they've... they've they're the product of seven seasons of iteration. Right, right. Like so they've you, managed to find ways to, uh, to, to top themselves without it. Um, at, at least, even if it doesn't surpass the earlier stuff, it's definitely, it's at least like hitting the right level and hitting the right, right note you, of entertainment. It's just comforting. Like to me, mm -hmm. my favorite episodes are always Kevin Cosner having to do something with, <laughs> with Peralta. Yeah. Like, just because it's Mark Evan Jackson and Andy right. Samberg and the two of them are ridiculous and for, and Holt's always there mm -hmm. and it, and yeah, this, and so this season it was, you get all of that. Plus it was a cheddar heist. Right. <laughs> he was, it was dog napped. And, uh, yeah. And one other thing that, that they, that they've done this season, which I, I really appreciated was in, in making Holt a, uh, a uniformed officer for half of the season they they kind of opened up, you know, obviously the show had been working in this direction over time because all the char characters are in a comedy, they're always going to become uh, broader to, right. to keep up, to keep it up. Um, but he got to play so much more low status this year because he was a uniformed officer. Um, and that let him be uh, in a lot of his scenes and a lot of his storylines. He got to be the, the absurd character rather than. Like, like there, there are episodes like this last one where Jake is kind of the straight man compared to him. Yeah. Um, comedically, which is really fun. And it's, uh, I don't know, it's just a fun dynamic that, that I'm glad that he got to have some of that fun this year. Yeah. But it also is interesting because I've always felt that, like, when I first heard about the concept of the show and that Sandberg was, a stunt, at that point, it seemed like it was a starring vehicle for him. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um. And I was kind of like, oh, it's just he's going to be the buffoon and everyone right. else. And the show that came out of that, as like you said so many times, it's Peralta is, as much as he is still his character as a buffoon, S Sandberg has to play the straight guy. Right. Like right. everyone else 
is in their own very particular ways even more outlandish and it's just right. what whatever the scene dynamic is so is this the mm-hmm. one where rosa being secretive and bitter you know is the the thing that's going to come out on top or is right. it holt with his even though he is the more straight laced character right he's so outlandishly buttoned up right that he Usually when they let it go, he's kind of the crazy one or, you know, whichever yeah. one. So it's, I've always liked that dynamic about Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And I think that's what kind of elevates it because all of the characters, even when, even though they are broad in their humor, they're specific in their qualities mm-hmm. and those don't change. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. And they found a, a way to, to hit that middle ground where, they don't change fundamentally, but they're still growing as people. So the show has an arc and the show has, uh, does advance, even though, um, the characters stay similar enough that, that you get right. to enjoy them for who right. they are. You get, you know, you get the romance, you get, um, mm-hmm. you get some truly beautiful scenes with like Rosa coming out and mm-hmm. some of the touch, the, this one bit between her and Holt, which is still like, I don't think it amounts to more than 30 seconds of screen time. And if you pull it up on YouTube, it'll just make you cry. (laughs) There are these moments that are beautiful. And I have to say this season um, with, I mean, the whole thing with uh, Amy and Peralta where they're, um, they decide to have a kid, they try to have a kid and it happens over the course of a couple episodes. And like, Mm -hmm. they don't, they have a really hard time and then they end up finding out that they're pregnant. Um, But during that period where they're like, they're having a really hard time. It was so, because it's something like my husband and I are going through, and it was very accurate in a f- unsettlingly, like, realistic way where we're like, we sit down for our, like, Thursday night show, and we're just going to, like, watch this funny thing. And we were both like, oh, oh, shit, <laughs> this is real. And it was even more unsettling because I realized that in our dynamic, I'm, I'm the Andy Samberg. Uh-huh. Which was more disturbing. <laughs> I'm totally Juan is the Amy, and I'm I'm the, the Peralta, which was weird. Um, not something I want to realize about my marriage, but but I think that they, and it's the kind of thing where you know that is one of a couple of plots that'll happen mm-hmm. within an episode, but and you know it's still played for laughs, but they hit very particular notes with it, where it's like Amy finds out that hit I think it's Hitchcock has gotten a woman pregnant. Mm-hmm. And her immediate response is to yell at him. Right. And it's like, no, that's a that's a thing. Like when you've been trying <laughs> and your friend gets pregnant, you feel bad about it. Right. But your first instinct is like, oh, fuck you. <laughs> like, <laughs> all these like little moments. And uh, yeah, no, they did. I think they did a really good job. Um, mm-hmm. Although I did hear somebody was complaining about it on Twitter that their decision to get pregnant was too easy, which I thought was interesting. I hadn't. Um, mm-hmm. That they, it was like, you know, oh, sure, it's just like another couple who just like decides. I was like, well, (laughs) I don't know. Like sometimes. And it's something that the show has been, I mean, you know, they don't harp on it every week, but it's, uh, I mean, it goes back to last season where there there was an episode uh, last year where it was, I mean, you know, it's resolved quickly because it's a comedy, but where they have an actual discussion about like, oh, if we, if we really are at an impasse where one of us wants kids and the other one doesn't, then what does that mean? Right. Um, and it's, yeah. And I think that's what I, I appreciated about it was like, you know, there are people who never want kids 
and that's fine. And there are people who always want kids, and it's something that they want for themselves that almost has nothing to do with their relationship or partnerships, or and that's fine. They they want to be a parent. Mm-hmm. That's great. And I think what the show found was that middle ground where it is people who come to realize they want kids, um, not like they didn't always want them and they might not want them under other circumstances, but they find themselves in a particular context with a particular person where that option now is appealing. And, and, and they're thinking about that option in a way they never had before, which Mm -hmm. is a real experience, you know, but not the only one. And I do. And like you said, it's that thing of like, it's not known from the beginning. It is something that evolves over time and you have those conversations and there are, and your stance can change. Right. That is growth. And it's weird Mm -hmm. to see these characters who seem static in a sitcom context, but there, that growth is occurring steadily like over time. Um, and even the, the resolution that they have where it's like at one point she's like, they think that they're not going to have a kid. And she just kind of goes like, you know, I've realized that like, that doesn't mean that we're not a family. I have a family. Mm-hmm. You and mm-hmm. I are a family. Mm-hmm. And I think it was also like another really important thing to like note that there's a real, I think a lot of people treat interchangeably the idea of having kids as starting a family. Mm-hmm. It's important to go like, well, even if you don't have kids, you can be a family. You right. are a family. Right. So... Yeah, I don't know. Like, the show handles some things with, like, surprising emotional nuance mm-hmm. in the midst of, like, but I think some of that was happening when it was Wunch's funeral. <laughs> like, <Right. laughs> it's, like, it's never the whole episode. There's always, you know, what was it? Workplace Bone Buds? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. WorkplaceBoneBuds.com. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, just uh, about, it's just... Two friends who work together who wanna who are trying to sell bone broth. Right? Yeah, that's, that's just that's all that sounds like. All I hear is friends and broth. <laughs> What's the problem? Ugh. So, so I don't know if this feels like the last season, and I'm glad it's not. Right, I'm definitely glad it's not. Um, but I don't um, know how they're going to top that Halloween hash this year, though. Oh, I know. Well, that's, yeah, because they've had, so, because it was Cinco de Mayo heist, right? Mm-hmm. And then this year it was, it started as a Halloween heist, but, be, but ended in Easter because they had to, they found a way to write it so that it was happening over several months. Right. And also, in that, also um, hit Valentine's Day halfway through. Halfway through, yep. Um, God, that was good. But yeah, it's like, you know, they'll have the heist and because mm-hmm. it was originally a Halloween heist, but because they air in the spring now, it's right. like they, there they will find be some weird dumb... ways to change it. Yeah. Um, the I only thing them... that about the Halloween heist that I was, I was mildly bummed about was the uh, last season's one. Uh, Kevin said that he like, it seemed like they were teeing up Kevin to take part somehow. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Because he was like, "Oh, I see, I see the appeal of this now." And then, and then he taunted them at the bar, like he said, "Like I will like rip out your throat or something, some something insane for Kevin." Something. But it was funny. Um, but you know, but then they saved him for the uh, for the cheddar episode, for which is fine. But. I I still think my favorite episode was him was him learning all about Nicolas Cage from. Oh yeah, because oh, so they're on, yeah. on stakeout. But I also think I I do wonder how much of. That because I thought the same thing that he would be in more of the season, and then I was like, mm-hmm. I wonder if he was too busy with the good place. And now that the good place is over, if Mark Evan Jackson can show up more, 
next season. Oh yeah, maybe. I mean, I'm sure. Like, he's, if any know, of the a, shooting overlapped. Yeah, he's a he's a working actor. He's busy, so he's got he's got other I stuff to demand. do. Um, yeah, he's on Ducktales. Yeah, he's got to yeah. he's got to record that voiceover. You know, <laughs> um, if you've been listening thus far, this is Pod Jaiba, a Brooklyn Nine Nine <laughs> podcast, apparently. Um, <laughs> But no, it's just good because you know we don't we don't get to talk about Brooklyn Nine Nine uh, as much as I'm sure we would like to, but yeah. because it's a it's a fun show and it is one of the shows that I'm, yeah we admitted we all actually watch it every week yeah which is rare <laughs> and honestly not a requirement for this podcast right <laughs> um, but look we have to we have to get Dustin involved in the podcast so we should yeah, uh, I move listen on to. to- uh, yeah, you're not here to listen, Dustin. You're did here to, you, to provide hot Did you go to the bathroom, cakes. Dustin? I did, did not you, go to yeah. the bathroom. I, did I heard you get another beer. beer, though. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> so it's time for Dustin to talk, and he's going to tell us all about this new television show called Scrubs. <laughs> Scrubs. Am I getting this right? <laughs> I was just going to mention Scrubs because over the weekend I had to... For Uproxx, another site that I write for, I had to uh, rank the 15 best episodes. And it turned out to be like this really enjoyable experience to go along with the fact that um, Zach Braff and Donald Faison are uh, doing a rewatch podcast. And it has, there are four episodes in. It has been amazing. The first two were just them two. And they had Bill Lawrence on for the third episode. And then um, um, Becky. Sarah Chalk. Thank you. Sarah Chalk for uh, episode number four. And it's just, it's really, right now when like things are horrible and stressful, it's really, really enjoyable to listen to them talk about the show that they all, and Zach and, and Donald are basically their characters on the show in real life as well. Um, <laughs> maybe you can't really tell the difference. Um, so you're basically just, getting new Scrubs content. Yes, in a lot of ways you are. And, um, but um, I, I watched it with my son, who had seen the entire series already, but we rewatched the 15 best episodes anyway, and it was really mm-hmm. just a, a really great experience. Although, I will say that there are, they're not episodes, but there are certainly subplots that do not hold up well. Particular, like, so there's an Like episode, the Todd? Well, the Todd is problematic, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Although he's such a cartoon that it's, it's hard right, to take him right. seriously. But there is, um, you, you probably remember the episode where Laverne dies. Uh-huh. It's like a gut punch. But yeah. there's two storylines in that episode. The other storyline is the, all the men in the hospital are watching Turk's hot nanny on the nanny cam from, like, the hospital. <laughs> Just oh, sitting I, around watching. I, I do it. not remember that at all. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was, it, and all the shots are of hard cleavage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My wife, she was like, "You cannot put this on your list," and I was like, "I have to. This is the one where the bird dies." And she's like, no, <laughs> this, is, this is really bad. Anyway. Uh, so, what what were some of the favorites? You don't have to give us number one, or or you can. I don't know. I don't care. But I will say um, that all three Brendan Fraser episodes were. In the top fifteen, and the number one was mm-hmm. my screw up, sense. which is my screw up is the um, the the Shyamalan twist. Yep, with the Joshua Radden song, and then um, and what was funny about I, I had my finale 
as the number one. I mean, the number two. Uh, and it's a two-part finale. And I rewatched the finale and had completely forgotten that what I remembered as the finale was not the finale. So when you... You mean because there's one more season? No, 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 no not because of that. When you remember the finale, what happened at the end of the episode? Uh, <clears throat> I'm remember so the the finale that I'm thinking of is the end of season eight, where yeah, yeah. Um, what happens at the end of season eight to you? Uh, the end of season eight, you have that hallway shot where yeah. Zach, where he's going down the hallway, and he uh, he sees kind of like some of it is memories and some of it is like projection of like what the right. future could be, and then he That's goes outside exactly right. yeah, yeah. and meets uh, janitor Bill Lawrence, and uh, yes, and then walks away. Of- Really good memory for that because when I, try, <laughs> uh, when I yeah no, no, I, the, I watched your show a little bit Dustin <laughs> it's phenomenal no, because when I, when I remember when I was thinking about uh, the finale I was thinking that it was Heya and that wasn't that was actually episode fifteen the Ted doing Heya on the beach when the janitor and the lady get oh married. isn't that their wedding yeah 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 and I was for some reason I always thought that was the finale. Oh. And then I, it felt like watching this, the actual finale for the first time, even though now I remember it. But that hey should have been the end. Um, also, what? season nine. <laughs> <about. laughs> wait, wait, so you're saying that... so you're, good. Right, but you're saying that that should be the ending over, like, the ending that provides a happy ending for all the characters? The Six well, Feet Under I ending? Mean, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there, he's walking down the hallway and he's seeing everybody he's run into and including Hooch who says Hooch is crazy I'm crazy yeah. <laughs> it was a very uh, good low key uh, finale and I appreciated that but I thought that I don't know for some reason that beach episode felt more like a finale to me by Hey Ya huh. do you mean they sang the Outcast song yes Ted yeah. uh, and his barbershop quartet uh sang an acapella version in like a minor key and it was so so wonderful it was just like and I will listen to that three or four times a year just I'm like happy to hear that right huh. now that's awesome the weird thing is that there was because of the uh, because of the writer's strike uh, the the previous season a lot of people were worried that that was going to be the, the last season and that season ended with the uh, uh, the Wizard of Oz episode oh which was also in the list which, which was good, but it would have been a very weird ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have been um, and then it turns out none of that's the ending because you have season nine with uh, with the new characters, Eliza um, Coop, Liza Coop oh. Carrie Bechet, uh, Dave Franco, um, and Michael. Mann- Michael, what's his name? Michael, some. He disappeared, but he was really good. He's like, been I in really... a bunch of stuff. He, I really liked and, season nine. It wasn't the same show, but I yeah, it's a different it show, but but pretty good. Um, I don't know. Tori, you clearly yeah. have a lot to say about Scrubs. <laughs> I I just thought it. Got, should... I'm pretty sure I only thought it had like four seasons, and I probably only I saw a couple episodes of the first couple. I like it. Like whenever it was rerunning, it would be on, yeah. and it was funny. It. I don't know. I should clearly. Watch eight seasons of. It. <laughs> <laughs> I at least want to go look up the Heya bit because that sounds mm-hmm. great. 
you have like you uh, know the office and your parks and rec and your thirty rock and community and people just sort of like forget Scrubs. Well, yeah. it also hasn't been. I mean, it, it's uh, it's streaming now on Hulu, but it's also right. kind of been like on and off streaming services. So it 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 hasn't had that kind of like second run. Yeah, presence um, that some of the other ones had. Yeah, Dustin, can I can I guess try to guess some of the other episodes in your top fifteen, which yeah, I have yeah. not. I have not seen this list. Um, okay. Uh, uh, my old lady has to be in there. Yep, it's number four or five. Okay. I'm assuming the pilot is in there. It is not. Really? Well, I mean, I can only do 15 episodes. It's a, There's a, but it's a really good pilot. It's, it's really good for a pilot, but... There, Pilots are really of, hard, Dustin. The problem is a lot of those were two-part episodes, and I had... To use and the pilot parts. is not a two-part episode. <laughs> you could have cheated and said a two-parter is one. Yeah, thing. I know, uh, but then I would have had to watch more and write more. So come on. <laughs> All right, fair enough. I did that. Um, I cheated okay. for the finale, and that was it. But the other two-parters, I did two separate episodes. Okay, so the finale is in there as its own thing. Yeah. Um, uh, my old lady's in there. Uh, all three Brendan Fraser episodes. Yeah. Um, the one where was uh, uh, Vaz. Uh, Wizard of Oz is in there. Um, what else? Uh, oh, the musical episode? Yep. I'm assuming, yeah. Yep. Uh, there, was, there was two two-parters. One was Laverne. Mm-hmm. She died, but she actually didn't die until the next episode. Right. And my um, goodbye. But then there's the best uh, number th- three, I think, was yeah. The hardest episode besides my screw up, which was number one. The hardest episode besides my screw up, yeah. Uh, Oh, is it the one where the, uh, I don't remember the, the name, but, um, uh, uh, I can describe the episode. It's, um, Cox gives a bunch of organs to people and yep. they'll die. Yes, that's it. <laughs> and that was a two-parter too, and I'd forgotten that was a two-parter. Yeah, so he, well, because yeah. the, the second part is him dealing with the grief. <laughs> right. The first part, it ends with everybody dying. Wait, he uh, donated but, the organs, or he did the surgeries? No, no. no so he he had a uh, he had a patient who actually it was a, it was a recurring character played by Nicole Robinson. Uh, That's that her name, yeah. Nicole yes. something, I think it's Nicole Robinson. Um, but uh, she was on Mad TV for a long time. Um, but she she was a recurring character who was kind of like silly and weird. But then uh, but then she dies. But um, uh, Doctor Cox has patients who he can save because of her organs. And so he does all the transplants, uh, and then they turns out she, she had died because of suicide, right? But then it turns out she had rabies, <laughs> so it ended up giving everybody. It, it's it sounds silly, but in the moment, it's very yeah. uh, shocking and uh, dramatic. And so, so all his other patients now have rabies, so they die, and then I think, I think what sends him. Over the edge is one of them didn't need the surgery. Like the two, two of them, they needed surgery or they're gonna die. Right. The third one was like it wasn't elective, but it was like it, it wasn't like 
imminent. As pressing. Right. Yeah. He needed, he had another, he could have lived for a couple more months. So then there's a whole episode after that where he's just like drinking in his apartment and everyone's trying to make him feel better. And that is my uh, fallen hero. I mean... I, I remember I, a lot about this show and I haven't watched it in a while. Is, Maybe it's yeah, time for a Scrubs rewatch. Crazy, yeah. And you've I mean, got them most of them. Scrubs podcast? Uh, a second, all I'm the saying other is Scrubs that, podcast? Is that really, uh, they should have uh, consulted me on their Scrubs podcast and... <laughs> Uh, you know, no big deal. No big deal, guys. It's fine. Um, I think uh, the big one you're missing is the Turk Dance episode. Which one? The Turk Dance. The air band. Oh, I don't remember what else is in that episode besides the air band. Uh, it didn't matter. That's all you needed to know. The air band. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know oh that... but the pilot wasn't good enough. <laughs> you know, uh, no, no. his... The uh, Turk the... Dance is the... Well, the Turk poison dance is in Fortnite. Yes, I know. They I stole am. it. Yeah. They stole it from Scrubs because Donald Faison created that dance and like uh, for the episode. And then now it's in Fortnite and people just know it as the poison dance. And they're like, no, no. And that's, that's the Turk uh, dance. Yeah. And then there's uh, one episode with Heather Graham. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Remember the episode with um, Michael J. Fox that was in there, too? Michael J. Fox, Fox was also a two-parter, so which one? The first one or the second one? Uh, the one where he loses it. Uh, and uh, so that's the second one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so good. Uh, uh, and then he was the one really with uh, Heather Graham. Oh, and then there was one with... Um, uh, there are several Heather Graham episodes, so... Well, this was the one, the last one with Heather Graham, where Elliot gives J.D. permission to sleep with her. The one where she comes back? I know I I don't think it was I don't think or the one because there's well there there's like she had her this is real uh, I feel real nerdy <laughs> right now but no because she she showed up at the beginning of that season and she had like a about a four episode arc and then she left and she came back so you're talking about within the arc the last episode of that arc right because she comes yeah, back like ten episodes later and it was kind of weird it was the last episode of the arc when Elliot okay. gave JD a note that said you mm-hmm. can sleep with her but it didn't right. Help. He, she was just getting even. Um, and I think that might be it. It's top 15, right? I don't know that that episode it would be top 15 for me, but I don't know. Oh, but you forget how um, the janitor takes JD and, like, he's, like, got the note to go sleep with Heather Graham, right? Right. And he's like, I got this, I got to get there. And, and the janitor's like, get in the van, we'll go, we'll go, we'll get this set up. And the janitor drives him all the way out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> I remember that <laughs> now. Well, but now. then the the other plot was um, um, Molly Shannon. Oh, see, you should have said the Molly Shannon plot, because that part yeah, yeah. was great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, no, because that, that uh, her, her storyline was really good. Um, and, like, in that Scrubs, like... We're laughing and like, oh no, now we're crying. What's happening? Right. Kind of way. So much. Um, so much of that. <laughs> Such a good uh, show. Oh. Uh, anyway, you can watch Scrubs on Hulu all nine seasons, including the last one with all the new people. Um, I forgot but, uh, they seated in Eliza Coop in the last. Uh, yeah, they have. Uh, they get. Uh, they get their their resident or their medical students. Uh, 
don't know if they're medical students or interns, but yeah, they come in in season eight, and including uh, I don't know if you remember, but Aziz Ansari was there for a few episodes, and oh, then I didn't... they they wrote him out because I think it's because he got Parks and Rec. Ah, that makes sense. Uh, I, I didn't remember him at all. Yeah, because he was one of the one of the recurring uh, new new people, and then he like quits or uh, or Doctor Cox fires him or something. I don't know. Something happens anyway, and they get rid of him. Uh, Scrubs is no, but Scrubs is worth a rewatch for or a first watch for people who haven't uh, haven't watched it. Um, don't put me on the spot like that. <laughs> I'm not saying that you you have to. I'm just saying you know people yeah, like I people. Know. If you have Hulu, you don't it's, it's, see a lot of tearjerker sitcoms, and Scrubs mm-hmm. is one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and also, uh, that was a show that made me want to write TV. So, uh, oh, all of oh, my no. all of my all of my hack work is uh it's uh it's it's, it's their fault so yeah bill lawrence's <laughs> fault so anyway uh, Are you uh there's another cougar show that th- guy too what about cougar town Are you a big cougar town fan as well i mean cougar town uh once they realized that they just had a really good cast to hang out with was great yeah and so they good. get they get rid of the premise and it's just like no it's just uh uh yeah just gonna hang around and play pin again yeah, play Penny Can, and they have uh, storylines where it doesn't, like, the way that people go back and forth between locations doesn't make any sense, but it doesn't matter, because um, it's just them hanging out and drinking wine. It's kind of like this podcast. It's just a lot of people <laughs> hanging out drinking. So maybe maybe that's what's supposed to happen here. But in the meantime, we're still uh, moving along television. It's, uh, it continues to be more important than ever. As we live our quarantine lives, uh, <laughs> sure. Look, Dustin was going to tell go us about it, Friday night in with the Morgans, which does not sound like a real show to me, no, no. but he he swears it's real. So I just want to mention this briefly. AMC, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, decided on Friday nights. I I I, I, I suspect that Jeffrey Dean Morgan is like, you know what? I just want to try to make. Feel- He's a really good, really solid dude. And he Doesn't wanted to run have a like show. a candy store or a bakery or something in upstate New York. <laughs> I don't know. He's he lives on a farm with his wife Hillary Burton from I think Lethal he Weapon, owns like but a also candy Winter store. Hill. He might. And Jeffrey Dean Morgan is Negan, right? On, but he was also on Supernatural. As yeah, he was. The dad is that yeah, right? Yeah, John. He's John Winchester. He's the dad. Okay. All right. So, God. sorry. <laughs> so basically, the show is just him, the first episode, and it was just hanging out with his friends on Zoom. So he had Jensen Ackles and his wife, um, Danielle Ackles, and then uh, Christian Serratos from The Walking Dead, and she, her husband was on there briefly. He is a singer for a band called The New Politics, is that right? You guys don't know. Anyway. I don't know. I know that's a all... band. Okay. Well, he's the singer. And okay. then they had their family physician on just to talk. And it was just a nice 30 minutes of them hanging out and chatting on AMC on a Friday night for no particular reason. Um, the best <laughs> part of the episode, I mean, it was a comfortable, cozy sort of like thing. Hillary Burton is like a, an amazing person who spends all day making masks for frontline workers, um, and then 
Jensen Ackles from Supernatural told the story about um, Hillary and Jeffrey Dean Morgan meeting, and that involved... Uh, Hillary was staying with Jensen Ackles, just hanging out. Do they know each other from One Tree Hill or something? I don't know. I'm sure they knew each other. Essentially, like, CW. Oh, it was a CW thing? <laughs> I mean, they literally could have met at TCA one year. Right. Uh, I, I have no idea. But she was, like, hanging out with him um, at Jensen's house, and Jensen was like, hey, Jeff, come on down. And Jeff, like, rode his motorcycle down to an Irish bar where they were all hanging out and, like, takes off his motorcycle. Um, takes off his helmet off his motorcycle, and then he and Hillary met eyes, and they locked, and by the end of the night... They were making out on top of a car, and then Jensen Ackles had a diorama he and his wife had made of them making out on top of a car. It was really <coughs> cute. Oh, my God. And wait, wait, wait. wait. Who made a diorama? Jensen Ackles and his wife made a diorama <laughs> of Hillary and Jeffrey Dean Morgan's first night together, making okay. out on a car. Well, and I'm trying to think, because his... Jensen's wife is an actress too, and act- they might have all known. I can't remember if she did a spot on One Tree Hill or not, but there was like a period of time where, like, those three at least, I'm sure, ended up on shows and stuff. I mean, together. that show was on, on the air long enough that. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, like, also, because wasn't he on Dark Angel at one point? I don't know. There were a bunch of shows God, that they know. could <laughs> probably all run into each other. Um, <laughs> But I did look up, so Je- this was the thing. So Jeffrey Dean Morgan does co-own a candy store in Rhinebeck, oh, New York. Do you know who the other co-owner is? Who? Paul Rudd. Really? They no run it. Way. I think there are other, they are two <laughs> of a bunch of owners, but yeah. They co they yeah, it's yeah. Paul at least Paul Rudd and Jeffrey Dean Morgan are amongst the owners. Of a candy That's store insane. in Winnipeg. Yeah. So if he's doing this Friday night show, maybe Paul Rudd will show up and maybe they'll eat candy. Oh my God, that would be amazing. That would be so amazing. <laughs> but wait, so this, a- do... well, no, so this actually airs on AMC? This isn't like a web-only thing? No, no, it airs on AMC. I mean, what else? AMC lost um, Walking Dead for a while because of this yeah. pandemic. They bumped, they're, they're re-airing Killing Eve on AMC, which is terrible this season. Um, and <laughs> they just don't have a lot going on right now. I know, yeah, I noticed that they're doing that, like, because it's a BBC America show, and normally, like, BBC America will air AMC shows for premiere, mm-hmm. but now it's going the other way around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, yeah. I mean, good for them. I'm, I want to watch it. Like, I'll watch yeah. that silliness i do appreciate how like because he he was he his role on supernatural wasn't that big like initially and he was killed off pretty quickly and then he's he's shown up for subsequent guest spots mm-hmm. um jeffrey dean morgan has and for one of the last ones or they did a reference to the walking dead character because after he he was on as negan um they have a shot where it's like um Sam and Dean Winchester going through like the trunk of the car and pulling out, you know, daddy's hammer, like nail covered bat, um, <laughs> as a reference. And it was like really cute, you know, I don't know. I like that they're all I friends. Just, I think he's just a solid, solid dude. I think also Dan, how yes. do you spell Daniil Ackles? 
Just take uh, a stab at it. Without looking it up. Just Daniel? Daniel. Daniel. It's exactly how it sounds. D A N I E L? Well, that would be Daniel. <laughs> Yeah. Wouldn't that Isn't be that your right? name? <laughs> Isn't that how you spell it? <laughs> Isn't that your name? <laughs> E-I-L? D-A-N-E-I-L? Oh, E-E-L. Oh, E-E-L. D-A-N-N-E-E-L. Yeah. She was so on, like she was in wonky. one, uh, I think she was in Harold and Kumar, Go to Escape from Guantanamo. She was in one of the Harold and Kumar movies. Uh, Mary Harold and Kumar 3D Christmas story. Because we, you know why. Why is that? Because <laughs> because because of John Cho. No, because because we were talking about it on Slack today. But well, okay. not everyone on listening to this podcast knows that. Okay, but not everyone knows that you brought it up because of John Cho. <laughs> Don't Look, throw uh, this in my face. Nobody's trying to talk about old uh, old history. Okay, so oh oh no, everyone's no, shocked that on four twenty we, we talked about stoner movies. We need to. We need to look to the future and not the past. Um, not the. Uh, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't remember that she was in uh, in that movie. But. Um, That's so right. it's D A N N E E L. That uh-huh. doesn't sound right. That's no, a I, weird name. Hang on, I'm going to look this up because I feel like that's... She was in like uh, Fired Up, that. though. You remember Fired Up? What a great movie that was, and nobody ever talks about it. Uh, oh, wow, you're right about the spelling. Um, fired Up. What is Fired the, Up? The the cheerleading movie with Nicholas D'Agosto. Uh, I have not seen it. Oh, have you not? No. Nope. Uh, uh, also, uh, was a huge she was on uh, One Tree Hill. Okay, yeah, One Tree Hill I've seen. Um, well, no, also, but so she Dustin, could have met Hillary Burton. Dustin, uh, uh, not a movie podcast, uh, you know. I understand, very, I understand. Very clearly, understand. we say that every week, and yet you uh, you <laughs> no, seem I to, you love you love movies. bringing up your movies. Um, yeah. uh, Dustin, you want to tell us about The Way Back, starring Ben Affleck? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, 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 I had to go to the market today, and I saw a billboard for it and driving around, and I was like, oh my God. That only came out like three weeks ago, and the world was so different then when I was thinking about, am I going to go see The Way Back? And I thought, no, I'll see it later. I thought you were going to say I was in the supermarket and it was already in the red box. (laughs) Oh, I mean, if it was, I would rent it because I feel like that's a a movie that I can watch right now. Oh, you can? can It's been out for three weeks on rental. Oh, I did not know that because... Well, uh, they just basically rush it right into the uh, digital. So in L.A., um, out of curiosity, do they just not replace the billboards? They just the same ones. They just kept them up. Um, that one right was now. still up. I mean, there. I I don't think anyone is ordering new billboards right now. Yeah. So they just like I the I saw one, up. I saw one that was a four year consideration about uh, marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and I'm All like right. that that does not seem like it's uh, no. relevant right now. But yeah, yeah, like no, they're not going to take them down until they right. have something else to put up, and if no one's yeah. buying billboard ads because they have nothing to promote. <laughs> That's weird. Um, I guess so. I but mean, they should just do what New York does, which is just have default 1-800-whatever-cars-for-kids ads everywhere. <laughs> Oh, now that song's going to be stuck in my oh, head yeah, all it night. Is. Oh, yeah, it is. Um, 
So thanks, Tori. Mm-hmm. Um, You're welcome. But uh, uh, you, you also, I had a segue and now I've forgotten it. So You're segue's welcome. gone. But uh, you know what? Maybe maybe <laughs> that was always going to happen. And it wasn't, uh, maybe you didn't make a choice. It was always going to happen because of determinism. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, you AKA, about determinism? Uh, uh, Devs and Westworld, two shows that seem to be uh, determined to cover the same ground in slightly different ways. They're the same um, show, just one has more robots. Right. One has wow. robots and explosions, and the other one is... Uh, Devs. A lot of talking. <laughs> the other one's Devs. <laughs> the other one has great music. <laughs> the music is good. The music but, is uh, wonderful. Uh, I don't know. Let's start with Devs, I guess, off. because Devs ended. Um, Dustin, clearly a fan. Um, <laughs> Dustin, why don't you tell us what happened in Devs? I don't, I, whatever, I don't even... I barely know what happened on Devs. They just talked for four fucking hours. They just talked about determinism. And talked and talked and talked, and then they created a virtual fucking world and then started living in it. I'm like, whatever. We don't know the difference. <laughs> I mean, it's such okay. such a bullshit show. All right. I, I'm... Come on. Uh, it, it is, okay, so yeah, it was kind of a bullshit show. But <laughs> what I appreciated... I think here's my problem. I actually liked a lot about it. However... Because it's about determinism, it wrote itself into a corner, which is the mm-hmm. only the only way to get out of determinism is to prove that free will does exist, which means it all comes down to a choice. And so what they did was they set up Lily's character to be the one who ends up ultimately being able to make a choice. The problem is her character was... Everyone's like, you're so important. She didn't seem that important. <laughs> For literally the entire show. Um, right. So her having it all kind of hinge on her and on a decision that she, like, she could have made any number of decisions earlier. The other problem is that um, the choice she made was basically she, she finds out that the computer has projected that she's going to kill Nick Offerman. Right. Um, and so at the last minute, she she's like, okay, well, I guess this is what's going to happen now. So they, they, every, they all kind of, start following along with exactly what the computer predicted, even mm-hmm. though they already know. And mm-hmm. then when she gets into this, this, um, not elevator, what's a, what's a, what's a yeah, horizontal I mean, elevator? It's a, it's basically a, a walkway. What was the, uh, what was the oh, Willy Wonka elevator? It's like the Willy Wonka elevator. Cause yeah, it's go a, sideways. It's a, yeah. Um, so she gets in and then at the last moment she throws the gun out of the chamber. So she would be unable to. And they're all, like, shocked. Like, oh, my God. Here's my problem with that. Not only is that, like, like, duh, she could have done, like, if, 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 in fact, determinism can be beaten, if, if free will does exist, then why didn't anyone do anything earlier? Because the problem, the previous episode, you've watched Katie, the Alison Pill character, take a, what, 15-year-old child? Uh, I feel like he was like 12. Um, like he seemed really young. Yeah. I mean, maybe 15, but yeah. Like also, I feel like we're supposed to say, I don't know. That's another interesting thing about the character. So Lyndon, Lyndon, I think is the character's name. Yeah. Um, is played by an actress. Um, I, I, so I'm not sure if they're supposed, if it's intentionally gender, gender neutral or Mm -hmm. that was another kind of interesting part of the show. Like I like that. It's just like never addressed. Um, 
but so Lyndon they like take out on a bridge and the whole thing is Katie is like I'm I'm not going to tell you what's going to happen. I'll tell you that you're going to crawl over this railing and take your hands off. And if this is, you know, because you believe in the multiverse, if this is a world in which you survive, you will survive. But you know that there are other, you know, but this could be one of the realities in which you you fall. And like your ultimate proof that you believe in the multiverse is that you will take that risk and trust that this is one that you survive. And of course, you know, but Katie's like, I will not tell you what happens even though I've seen it. Right. Um, and the, and the kid dies mm-hmm. and it's, and it's like, that is to me the, one of the, as annoying as it is, it's one of the best villain moments, pure mm-hmm. villainy I've ever seen. Cause it's like the only reason she could have said like, don't climb over the railing. Now and and it's and it's like, but she was such a zealot. She truly believed that that all, whatever the computer showed was inevitable, even though she also believed in the multiverse. Right. And so when you see the, especially like it's driven home in the finale when it's like, no, free will was possible. Lily threw that gun away, which means that Katie could have saved this life. Like, you, right. Everyone and Forrest could have given Jamie the heads up that like, yo, by the way, Kenton's gonna shoot you. Yeah. Like, you know, no, everything's not going to be all right. Like, don't don't spend the night at Lily's. Like, there were so mm-hmm. many things along the way that, like... And I think that's the problem with the show is, like, it got so into the philosophy of it, but there's only so far that philosophy can go. And w- once it's finally revealed that, like, no, free will was an option the whole time. And, you know... <laughs> right, I mean... Then everything that came before it, you're just like, well, then what the hell? Right, right. <laughs> And of course, even then, it's like, yeah, so she was able to make a single act of free will. Mm-hmm. But it didn't matter because then another character um, offset the balance inside the, you know, Faraday cage and like knocked the right. thing down. And Basically, ultimately- the, the same, the same, we got the same result through a slightly different version of events. Exactly. And so that's how Lily and, and Forrest ended up waking up in a simulation, mm-hmm. which then dovetails to, to the question Westworld is always posing, which is like, you know, if you're asking if this is real, well, if you can't tell, does it matter? Right. Um, and the only interesting twist on that, what I thought was that even in the simulation, it's, um, it is, it is still a multiverse. So, Forrest basically tells Lily, like, we're lucky because we're awake in one of the good ones. Right. Like, Although this, this is the did, one where my family you... is alive, but, like, there are yeah. plenty of other ones where, like, we're having a worse time than, than we were in the real world. Yeah. Although it, it did make me wonder, when he talks about there are some versions that are more like hell, and, you know, to, to illustrate that, they cut to a version of that where it's, like, everything's red and, like, crazy, but they're still having this conversation. Yeah. Um, but it made me think, like, okay, so... I, I wanted to see a little bit more of what the hell one looked like because uh, they're they're in, like, quote-unquote hell, but or, you know, a, a bad version of their reality. Right. And everything looks like it's on fire just for, you know, for visual motifs. So I get that. But in theory, she's still woken up two days, or, like, you know, two days before all this happened or whatever because it, it, all this takes place over basically a few days. Right. Um. And so, if that's the case, how did things go so wrong in those two days? Like, I kind of wanted to know. Well, like, it could, and I think that's where it's... I don't know that it's... 
like the the that version of reality would have been worse regardless of of the particular right. circumstances. But I also think that again, Forrest saying we're awake in one of the good ones. Right. Like this is to me, I'm like, you're, this is heaven to him because his wife and kid are alive in this, right. this simulation. Right. This is not like heaven to Lily. Cause now she's right. living with a man that she knows is a Russian spy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, she has all this knowledge that she has to now grapple with. So right. she has the potential to make this work out for her. But like, I just, I love that even then it's like Forrest going, no, this is like really great. And it's like the look on her face, you know, no, it's not asshole. (laughs) It's great for you because you are single minded. (laughs) Right. She knows that she's uh, dating and living with a Russian spy with another Russian spy sleeping on her doorstep from the homeless guy. And Uh, she's broken the heart of like the one guy who stuck with her. Right. Did Dustin just go to the bathroom? Uh, no. He went somewhere. I don't know where, but. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> okay. All right. Um, see, see, Miller what? beer right here. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but the. <laughs> um, so Dustin, so you, so you didn't like devs. I hate it. <laughs> so did you like? Did you? At this point, do you like it less than Westworld? Oh, I quit Westworld, so... <gasps> you you quit it! Oh. Yeah, I got oh, new recaps. That's all I need. I, I can't, I can't. It's too fucking But that means long. you I... missed Charlotte's, like, Terminator moment. Crispy Charlotte, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I read your recap, uh, that's enough. Well, that's too bad, because uh, comparatively, Westworld's characters have incredible depth, and uh, <laughs> they've been... They've been... <laughs> They're so well developed, and I'm very I'm on board for their emotional journey, uh, which is kind of the 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 problem I had with devs was that everything was so like it was an affect on the world, which was so I get it visually and the kind of the story they're telling right is so much more about the it's honestly it's more about the philosophy than it is about the characters to me so. Like, they, they had that ending, which it's supposed to be, hopefully you would want it to be emotional, but it just felt like, okay, this is, um, I still don't know what anybody wanted, except for... Forrest. Uh, Forrest, so... And, yeah, and his whole thing was a, almost a caricature of, of a goal. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, you know, so I guess he got what he wanted, kind of, um, but, or, you know, that, that Forrest who was talking to us in that scene got what he wanted, because yeah. some of the other Forrests don't, but... Um, I but, agree. But, I, yeah, but you know, in Westworld, we got a we got a Charloris, uh, uh, uh protecting her family or trying to and uh, <laughs> failing spectacularly. Yeah, but but you know, Aww. but she had but there's like an emotional arc there, and yeah. even truncated though it may be, because we don't get to spend that much time with her character. We still get like, oh, I at least understand what she's after and what her focus is and what she's doing. And uh, I at least understand also, that she is different from the other yeah. Dolores's. Oh, uh, that, although I just realized Dustin doesn't, uh, just said that he hasn't been keeping up. So, um, Dustin, just so you know, mm-hmm. uh, Michael Ely's fine. He, he is still the in the show. Up. 
So I don't know what worry, happened to well, Mike don't, don't worry about what Tori says in her recap, which you should read on pajab.com. Uh, it's, it's, it's all a lie. Michael Ely will be in future episodes of the show, so you yes. should definitely come back. <laughs> definitely keep Why watching. did you cast Michael yeah. Ely for that? Um, because he's going to be pretty enough to stand next to Tessa Thompson. Yeah, you need someone. If if you need someone who is only going to be in two scenes, who can really sell their uh, their empathy, and uh, someone who could turn who could who could turn a robot, uh, a sociopath robot, into a loving mother, then of course it's Mike Lilly, right? Yeah. Wouldn't it be? I mean, I and feel like you, you. I feel like you would understand that more than anybody. Right. You should be explaining I, this to us. <laughs> um, I just that's only Go ahead. Uh, no it's uh, the Charlotte thing was the best part I did appreciate the council of Williams beating each other up but that was fun it was uh, fun like it to... was nonsense <laughs> yeah but I did like that they were um uh there was a line from uh uh, Delos, uh, his father-in-law, or well, you know, his imaginary father-in-law in his head, um, where they're all arguing with each other, and then he says to the the main uh, uh, William, uh, "It's not all about you." And yeah, I, I I legitimately laughed at that line. I'm like, that's a good line. That was a really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they had all these Williams. Were any of them young William by any chance? Yes, Jimmy Simpson yep. was back. Oh, he did mm-hmm. come back. Yes. Yep. So basic... Also, they cast a kid playing him at about uh, 12, yeah. 10, maybe. Yeah, so there's like a, a boy William, there's younger William, and then they have Tuxedo William, which would be sort of like the nice public William. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Man in Black William. Man in Black, which would be the violent, evil William, and then there's Institutional William. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, and it was all, I mean, and the problem with it was, it was a really fun episode that encapsulated everything that you've learned about William the whole time, which is just that he's <laughs> going to sit there and go, you know, is this my fault? Is it not my fault? What's real? And then he's going to, like, you know, go through, basically lash out, right? beat whatever is closest, which turns out to be himself, mm-hmm. and then come to a conclusion that is not based on anything that you've seen on screen. Right. But just is self-deception. And in this case, right. it's, I'm the good guy. <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> William, go yeah, for I, it. Yeah, I didn't know, I didn't know what <laughs> logical conclusion, what logic led him to that point, but I was like, no, okay, none. I guess so. None. I but guess was, you're the good guy? Yeah, uh, but like, I mean, like he just, he's like... <laughs> Literally just gotten done punching right. Jimmy Simpson in the <laughs> face. And I'm like, you know what? I don't care, show. I, this mm-hmm. is fine. <laughs> I'll um, take it. Um, oh, I did have a question, though. Yeah. Uh, why was Jonathan Tucker there, other than to have Jonathan Tucker, a uh, major, I'm forgetting the character's Craddock. name. Craddock. Yes. Um, I think it was supposed to be your first hint that he... Um, Sort of the first visual clue that he's in an AR. Yeah. But it was, but like, but me, it's just to have Jonathan Tucker there because there's no reason. Like, right. once he goes into the room with multiple other versions of himself, 
he and we as viewers will understand that this is not reality. <laughs> right. So we didn't need Jonathan Tucker. I think it was just sort of a right. cute, like... But, you know, but we appreciate that Jonathan Tucker was available right. and, uh, to show up for... 30 seconds. So, yeah. And it was, so, and it was so, cause I actually had forgotten. I was like, I love the guy. I, I had completely forgotten that he had been on Westworld previously. So I right, was just like, even he was a real, he'd only been in maybe a couple episodes. Yeah. Really. He wasn't yeah. like a huge, important super, you know, it was a couple episode arc. Um, yeah. so, but when they do the shot where he comes, cause he basically is like an orderly coming mm-hmm. to get William and take him into this <laughs> group self-therapy session, <laughs> self-group. Um, and, and like, it's the pause on his face where it's very much sort of like, cameo! Like, you just, you, like, there should be a voiceover saying, like, look at this guy. Um, right. It's just such a pause, and it takes you out of it. But it's, his character in the show was never that important, so it was just like, oh, hey, Jonathan Tucker, which is exactly right. what I thought the last time he was on the show playing Major Craddock, I was like, oh, hey, Jonathan Tucker. That's true. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm really glad he keeps showing up, and I'm glad yeah. that they support him. Because I remember seeing him when he showed up last season yeah, and thinking, uh, oh, I wonder if they just cast him because of his final season Justified. And then that made me think of how much I loved him on Justified. And right. it made me go back. I, I'm just going backwards in his career and thinking, about like all the times I've enjoyed watching Jonathan Tucker on screen. Yeah. Um, and in that like case, it's Kevin kind of Bacon perfect. Series. What? The Kevin Bacon series. Oh, series. Uh, which one? The following. No, no, the 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 the, the law one on Showtime that just came out. Nobody Jonathan watched Tucker's that. Like, the hill. Oh, Damn City it. on a Hill. City on a Hill. Yeah. yeah. I did like watch uh, City on a Hill. Uh, First season. I don't know what happened. Did the second season come out? I don't know. Not yet. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> well, anyway, anyway, that was a cameo. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Dustin, for bringing us back to City on a Hill on Showtime. <laughs> it wasn't a movie, a show okay? that he did watch. I appreciate that it was not a movie. Because um, I thought you were going to, I don't know, bring up fucking Hollow Man or something. You know, you know, like Kevin Bacon, Flashdance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that's not it. It's not Flashdance. It's the other one. It is not Flashdance, but that's okay. Whatever. Um, um, yeah. So Westworld. It was. So and this is. I think this is where I've come to with the show because it has the same sort of. It it wants to have all this philosophy like devs. Right. But it's even less, like, because it's been going on for three seasons now, and it's just been, as much as the show is supposed to be about breaking loops, it's just been looping the same arguments over and over again about Mm -hmm. free will and, you know, like, all, it's the same garbage over and over again. So the only things that actually break you out of it are the individual instances that are are cool like having a room full of ed harris yelling at each other or you know (laughs) having tessa thompson terminator walk you crawl out of a wreckage while on fire right that Um, that was very cool that was so cool like this that moment was the coolest thing the show has ever done Mm -hmm. i was just like now (laughs) now you're giving us terminator you've had robots for three seasons Um, Anyway, I don't know what's going on with Dolores. I don't know that I care. The Maeve-Dolores scene was kind of interesting. 
Right. Although that wasn't even the the main Dolores. That was uh, Connell's Dolores. Was it Connell's? I thought it was a past Dolores. Well, no, it was Connell's Dolores because the uh, the um, the brain that they put in was burnt. Right, so it was it was out of it was the one that they had recovered out of the the Connells. Oh, uh, oh, I totally I didn't even get. That. I thought it was an old because it was an older model of Dolores. Oh, okay, no, I'm I'm pretty and sure that's that why that it was looked different. But no, it, no yeah, I, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, although there was there was one thing in that scene that bothered me, uh, which was I mean it was in the in the lab, but when when Charlotte comes in and kills Hector, uh, I know it's like artistic license just to make it visually look you know dramatic but she unplugs his bulb right yeah his pearl and then and then but then he's still but then we still see him he still looks normal in the world and then she takes out his brain ball and he still looks normal in the world he's already been disconnected and then and then she crushes it and then he dies and again i get it visual storytelling uh i'm i'm fine with it Except that I was like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I mean... Because when she unplugs Connell's Dolores, then Connell's Dolores disappears. Um, and that wasn't like crushing the ball. It was just unplugging the, the ball. Yeah. Yeah. But then Connell's Dolores would have known the plant. Like, that's that was my problem. I totally didn't pick up on it being Connell's because I was like... The whole thing was she was trying to get that Dolores to explain what... Dolores Prime is planning. Right. And I'm like, if they're all copies of Dolores, they all know how she thinks. So that's why I, for whatever reason in my head, I was like, the scene worked for me if I imagined that that Dolores was an earlier Delos copy of Dolores. Oh. Where, okay, and so that's why she's like, oh, well, I imagine I would have a plan for this. And da 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 da, you know? Oh, I thought that that was, they were, that, that, con- that part of the conversation to me read more like, um, it was actually explaining, it was less about Connell's and more about Charlotte because it was explaining, it was kind of like laying clear in, in dialogue that, oh no, we're all different now. Like we started the right, same. Right, exactly. And it was, copy. yeah. But, but they had um, also but, established that already this previous episode because Connell's right. talks about that. Right, right. Like, like just to, just, just in to case. reiterate, like just so you know, <laughs> all the Doloreses are different. It's like, yeah, we right. know, man. Right. Even though we're all Dolores, but we're all different. Um, also, there's still one more Dolores out there. There's, right? we think it. Could, or there's one more ball out there. There's ball yeah, out there. one more pearl, and then you've and so now that mystery has been matched by whoever uh, Maeve was having Sarek build for her. Right. So she's got um, an army which no longer will include Hector. Right. But yeah, so there's the question of like she had him salvage pearls so that she'll have allies. Right, so who does she get to have on her side? Right, in the next two episodes. Um, also, where's Musashi? I mean, come on, he he's he's out there somewhere. Just just give us a glimpse, you know. Just bring out. him back. Ugh. <laughs> like that can't be the only time he's. And this was only. Here's the other thing. I was sitting here going, "This has got to be like the penultimate episode." That was episode six. Right, this but there are only. Eight. <laughs> So there are two left. There are still two episodes left, I think. Just, oh, I think. Two more episodes. Yeah. Um, I know. I'm uh, sorry, Dustin. You're going to have to put up with this for a few more yeah. weeks. You know what's funny is that, that uh, so uh, Dispatches from Elsewhere, which I have continued to watch and continue to enjoy very much, uh, but 
every week I try to bring it up and everyone says, no, thank you. Um, but I'm going to talk about it <laughs> now it. real quick. Only, only to say, I thought that show was supposed to be eight episodes and, uh, and it turns out it's 10. So I thought last week's, uh, episode was supposed to be the finale and it turns out there are two more episodes. So, yay, you get um, more of the thing that you love than I, you thought. I get more of the thing that I like. Although I don't know where it goes now because the, the game element of it kind of ended in, in episode seven. So that's why I thought episode eight was the end, but uh, there's more. Anyway, I'm still enjoying Dispatcher from Elsewhere. Uh, nobody's watching it, but you know, you should if you have AMC or whatever. Um, <gasps> is that going to be the theme for the game this week? Are you going to do what? a dis? Well, no, because Dispatches from Elsewhere is about a game. Are you going to? It's not. It's not going to be the theme for the game. But oh. uh, are you going to send us on a Dispatches from Elsewhere game at any point in the future? That oh, sounds like a lot of work. Forcing but, a segue, yeah. Well, I appreciate. No, that. I'm not uh, forcing a segue. I'm asking Dustin, questions. Be quiet, Dustin, I want that was whimsy great, in my life. That was a great segue, Dustin. How dare you? How dare uh, you? <laughs> but Why can't I just have whimsy? <laughs> um, whimsy, it turns out, takes a lot of money. If, if Dispatches from Elsewhere has taught me anything, it takes a lot of money and planning and a mid-sized corporation to pull off whimsy. Uh, so instead, what, what we get is a, uh, is a lightly planned group game, which I'm calling the Untitled Backwards in Time Game. Um, Backwards in Time. So here's what we're going to do. We're gonna, this is going to be a group game. We're, gonna, we're all in it together. Uh, nobody's going to win. We're just going to try to do this. But here is here are the rules. Um, we, as a team, are going to go backwards in time. Is uh, it inspired by the Huey Lewis song? It is not, but sure. Okay. If, if, if that Back makes it better. Time. Uh, yeah, it's going to make me feel more whimsical if I think about uh, it. <laughs> basically, all we're going to do, we're going to start with this year, which is 2020. Is and. It? All we, I think so, and all we have to do is name a show that aired in the year. So 2020, we have to name a show that oh aired this year. It doesn't even have to have premiered this year, just air, uh, a scripted <laughs> show that aired this year. Um, the only rule is uh, no, uh, no duplicates. So once we use a show, that's it. It's burned. So we'll do a 2020 and 2019, and we'll just keep going backwards as far as we can until we get it wrong. So, I'm not okay, um, wait. Any show that you have a question? this year. Yeah, so so uh, Dustin, why don't you say, we'll go Dustin, Tori, me. Um, but yeah, all you, so Dustin, to start for 2020, all you have to do is name a show that has aired, a scripted show that has aired this year. Run. Okay, cool. So 2019, so Tori, any show that aired in 2019. Oh. God. A scripted show. Oh, Again, doesn't the, doesn't have to have premiered, just just aired. The boys. Okay, mm. cool. The boys. Okay, twenty eighteen. <laughs> um. Well, I thought of a show, and I, and then I was like, and I was like, oh no, I don't know if it aired in twenty eighteen or not, so I'm gonna save it, and then I sh- I thought of another show which I know did not air in twenty eighteen, so I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> so, uh. I'm gonna burn a network show yeah, because because I know it aired. Chicago Med, Chicago Med definitely aired in 2018. Yeah, are you checking these or? 
Uh, I'll check if it sounds weird, but so far these are all... I know these are all correct, so... <laughs> so far, all of the things I've so far, said okay, so, sound great. <laughs> so, so, Dustin, 2017, a show that aired in 2017. Um, Scripted in, show. No survival. CIS, Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> Burning, another long-running one, but okay. 20, that's correct. It did air in 2017. Tori, 2016. Supernatural. <laughs> oh my god, you burned that one could have gone back to like oh five. I know. Should right. I not? I don't know, man. No no, no it's we're cool. gonna we're gonna we, run we gotta, into trouble in like two thousand. Yeah. We gotta we gotta we gotta use whatever Guys, we can use. I okay, don't twenty time is hard. Twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen. Um Um You know what still what show was still on the air in twenty fifteen? Rizzoli and I <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what made me think of Rizzoli and I. I don't know. But, that's a mystery. Yeah. But uh, uh, it's a mystery worthy of Rizzoli and I. <laughs> <laughs> Except it's not a murder, and they're technically dealing with homicides. Uh, okay, 2014, Dustin, a show, a scripted show that aired in 2014. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, okay. Uh, you know what's funny? You, that's almost wrong. But yeah, it, it's, right. it's got to be like but just when it started. I think that was like season two. But yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so 2013, Tori. Uh, I'm going to hope this worked out. Uh, Doctor Who. Uh, I think you're. I think that that's right, but this is the first time I'm going to check just to make sure. Yeah, I know, just it, I know, I know that... it was on the air. It's just whether or not it aired that year. That year, because there's sometimes they, they do weird breaks. Yeah. 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 And but, I'm trying to think of when that one year where they just did specials was. I bet that they at least had a uh, uh, special. Because sometimes when they change doctors, they like take off for yeah. a year, and I'm like, yeah. Okay, no, they definitely aired in 2013. Yes. So, um, so Doctor Who. Okay, so it is my turn. 2012. Um. Hmm. Oh. Oh, I don't want to burn it. But I know it aired. Um, I might have to burn it. All right, I'm going to use it. Uh, How I Met Your Mother aired in 2012. That was like at the end of their run, but whatever. All right. So, Dustin, 2011. Uh, The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead. When did that start? That sounds right, but 2010. Okay. Uh, Tori, 2010. Uh, um, was Castle on? Ooh, oh, I think so, but let's, uh, let's check it. Castle. Oh, yeah. Castle was uh, season. That was actually season one and two of Castle. Booyah. All right, so 2009. Oh, God. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> you realize we blew straight through Game of Thrones? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> um, wait, okay. I could... I'm not... Uh, okay. Just to be clear, I'm not using this 
but I could use scrubs, but I'm not using scrubs. I'm just saying. Why don't you just, just use it? Yeah, use because scrubs. I have a better answer than scrubs. But now you've you're just laid it out scrubs. there, and we could use it. Well, what right. if I'm wrong right now, though? I think you I don't, you're the mayor of television. That's true. Um, all right, fine. I'm using. I'm burning scrubs, even though. <laughs> Even though it's I'm, again, I'm looking late it up, scrubs. making sure. Yeah, scrubs. I, I think it was still on, because I went nine. What years. was your year? Two thousand eleven. Two thousand nine. Oh, it's, we're in two thousand nine right now. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you're good. You're good. Okay, cool. I will go. I'm two thousand eight. Two thousand eight. I think I still have Grey's Anatomy. You do still have Grey's Anatomy. All right. And that was definitely on. So I'm, I'm okay with that. Uh, Tori. 2007. How I Met Your Mother. I used How I Met Your Mother. Oh, shit, you did? 2012. What's the other one, then? Um, I'm glad (laughs) you're writing these down, because I'm like... like, I'm writing them down, yeah. Um, Oh, what about that terrible Charlie Sheen one, The Two and a Half Men? Was that on? Oh. Is that your answer, before I look it up? Yeah. Okay, let's see. Two and a half men. I mean, if I'm going to go out in a blaze of glory, wow. it might as well be a Charlie Sheen one. Uh, you're correct. Two and a half men was on. It went from 03 to 2015. Jesus. Uh, holy crap. <laughs> um, okay, 2006. Uh, um, oh, man. I have a show that I really would like to bring up. But I don't know if it was 06. I think it was 06. But I could be wrong. If I'm wrong, then that's the end. But it's a show that I want to mention. So does that mean I bring it up? Go for it, man. You You are literally running this game. Uh, Okay, (laughs) I'm going to do it. I'm going to go for it. I think this is a correct answer. The Class. Okay. 2006? Yeah. Oh, you barely got it. It's 2006, 2007. What the fuck? Yeah. Yes. Wow. Oh, my the God. The class was... That I, cast? I only bring it up because I Holy love... Shit. Look at that cast. It's amazing. Dustin, Holy read off the shit. cast. It was, it was a one-season sitcom on CBS. Andrea Anders, John mm-hmm. Bernthal, Lizzie mm-hmm. Kaplan, mm-hmm. Jesse Tyler Ferguson, mm-hmm. Jason Ritter, Lucy yep. Punch. Yep. Jamie King was in it. Sarah yep. Gilbert. Mm-hmm. Holy wow. shit. Yeah. Late that... Rachel Lefebvre from mm-hmm. Twilight. I think Zoe Lister Jones? But... Yeah. Oh my god. It's a uh, it was a one season sitcom on CBS which I uh I'm not going to lie this is a long time ago and I'm not proud of it but they were they were on the bubble along with How I Met Your Mother cuz I think How I Met Your Mother was in season 2. And they were in season one. And I was like, I love How I Met Your Mother. If one of these shows has to go, I would prefer that it's the class. But I didn't watch the class at that time. And I watched it later. And then it's, it's actually a really good show. It's, um, the premise the is, in the pilot, Jason Ritter is proposing to his girlfriend who, uh, who he met in third grade. Like, they didn't date when they were little kids, obviously. But they, they first met each other in third grade. So... He invites their entire third grade class, people who have never, you know, stayed in contact, um, to to his engagement party. And then she, like, basically bails on him and says, like, I can't get married to you. You're too intense, whatever. And then she runs out. 
And then the rest of the sitcom is just, like, now he's brought all these people together, and so they start becoming friends again. And, like, you know, some of them start dating, and some of them reconnect, and some of them whatever. Um, and it was, uh, it was a surprisingly good show. Like, I didn't, uh, I didn't think much of it, uh, of the concept at the time, but it turned out it was a good show, and, uh, and should yeah, have they, gone on longer. They all look so young but, in the promo for it, in the picture. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's insane. Uh... Uh, all right, 2006, we did it. So 2005, Dustin. Uh, the Office. Oh, that's easy. The Office. The Office. It was like 2001 uh, to 2010. Right. Well, no, it actually started in 2005, so you just barely got it. Oh, but really? Jeez. But you are correct. <laughs> but technically, you're correct. <laughs> wow. Okay, Tori, oh four. Uh, the Wire. Oh, ah. that's definitely correct. Right? Wow. Uh, the Wire. Yeah, you're right. 02 to 08. Um, what season was 04? Oh, it was season three. Okay, cool. Um, you know, it's funny, Tori. Uh, they started skipping seasons years after 04, so yeah. that was... That was almost dangerous. <laughs> I could have, yeah, if I said 05 and it was like, no, yeah. they didn't technically air episodes. Um, okay, 03. Uh, it was on already, right? The Shield. The Shield. Wait, 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 don't look it up. This is not my final answer. Because I can... <laughs> I can come up with a I can come up with a I can come up with a better O three that I know is correct. Um, you know, you can think, come up with a better O three that is definitely correct. Well, because I I think I think the shield started in O one, but I'm not a hundred percent sure, and I could be wrong. And also, I'm real mad now because I just realized we skipped over Justified. Um, <laughs> but what I okay, so I'm not Here saying we- the shield. There is a uh, show that started in 03 on that network. On so, it's so, yeah, so two years after The Shield premiered. Well, you're, oh, well, you just, I feel like yeah, now I have yeah. to use The Shield. If, if, if use The Shield. Confirming. You're good with The Shield. Uh, oh, but that's right. me. But yeah, if you, if you pass it up, then this show can never be mentioned. Wait, wait, wait. So let, let me just... I'm going to use a shield, but I, I want to think about what this other show is for a second. O three. 3 uh, like two early shows that were popular. Oh! Oh! No! That can't be right. What we're in 2020. Th- what do that, you think premiered in 2003? On FX? I th- mm-hmm. Yeah, it had to be, right? Mm-hmm. It's not... Okay, okay, look, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna use the shield as my answer. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I but I have to guess. Yeah. It's not it's always sunny. No. <laughs> oh, okay, good. <laughs> well, I mean I don't know. I don't think it was oh, I think that um, premiered later. Okay, then I'm fine. I'm I'm fine using the shield note. Okay. Yeah, yeah. What 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 was it? Nip Murphy show. Yeah. Oh, I don't Oh come on! I didn't watch Nip. That was peak. That was. Such, you should, that I like, was remember like, when FX was trash? I didn't watch. I didn't Shield, watch but I love Nick Tuck. Yeah. Uh, oh wait, God. the Shield was 03, right? I'm not getting that wrong. 02, I think. I don't know. 
Uh, O2, yeah, so it, it was just on, just barely. Okay. Uh, so all right, Dustin, O2. O2 to right. you, Dustin. O, O2. Because right. I did O2. Survivor. Oh, scripted. No, you can't. High scripted. High scripted. Shit. Yep. Damn it. I know a uh, show that you love that would uh, definitely, you could use it here. Uh, I think Friends ran through the 2000s, the early 2000s, right? Friends? Uh, well, that is not what I was thinking, but you can use Friends. Friends, 2001, 2002, right? Yep. Went right. to, I believe, 04. Okay. All right. Okay, 2001, Tori. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Mm. All right. That one, I'm sure, is correct. Uh, all right, 2000. Hmm. Um, mm, mm. All right, I'm gonna use I'm gonna use this one because Dustin can use the other one for his year. So I'm gonna say the West Wing. Hmm. Mm, mm-hmm. Wait, what what <laughs> year are we on now? That was 2000. So 99 is now for you. 99. Praying that this is right. I literally gave yeah, you the answer. Yeah. Even I know, and I never watched it. <laughs> we said the other one, but I also, I, I know, but I want to use this one too. And I think, I think I'm in the right four-year range. Um, Felicity. <laughs> uh, I'm going to look down up just because I don't know. Yep, you're correct. Oh, Sweet. So that was 99. Uh, now we're on to 98. All right. Tori. Allie McBeal. Oh, oh, my God. That's another show that we don't really talk about anymore. I, I love I that I'm show. I, I showed um, clips to my uh, son the other day of short people. Oh, my God. Do you remember that funeral? <laughs> Where, uh, they did, uh, for whatever reason, they did short people at a funeral. <laughs> no short people, no, and they had a big uh, gospel choir singing it. Oh, it's so oh. Remember how Ally McBeal was like an like an interstitial step in Robert Downey Jr.'s like revival. Yes. Oh, that's <laughs> right. It was like he like had one big blowout, and then it was mm-hmm. like his big comeback, <laughs> and right. then he like David Kelly was the only one that would pay for the insurance for it. <laughs> right. And then he had another blowout and then it was not until like Iron Man that he, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Robert I loved Downey his arc on Iron Man, though, because he sang and he, you know. Oh, he was so good. Yeah. Yeah. Ooga chaka. Ooga chaka. God, they had the best <laughs> boyfriends in that show. Uh, I love that all show. right. 97. 97. Um, oh, it's getting hard now. Right. We used friends already, so I can't use that. Mm. I can't use so so the show that I was trying to tee up for Dustin was Sports Night, but I can't uh-huh. use that because that was ninety eight to two thousand. Oh, did we blow um, right through Friday Night Lights? We blew right through Friday Night Lights, oh, yeah. right. which is yeah. real upsetting. Um, okay, uh, we blew through all except for The Office. Everything that Mike Shore has ever worked on is gone. <laughs> so no, we didn't use any of them. <laughs> We're great. <laughs> we didn't use the good place. 
Parks and Rec, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, they're all, none of them in this list. They're gone. Even though, even though <laughs> in theory, we love those shows. Um, all right. 97. Um, oh, God. I, there are so many NBC sitcoms that I watched in this era, and I don't know which one came when. And... We're like right on the cusp. I'm gonna say, just shoot me. Oh, Mm. I hope. Ooh, it had to be right. Oh, and '97 premiered in '97. Yes, (laughs) I know. I know. Must see TV. Oh. Um, uh, okay. So we're down to 96. Okay, 96. Shit, this one's a hard one. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of where I was in 96 and what I was watching. <laughs> <laughs> I think I was a freshman uh, in high school. Oh, God, I'm so old. Um, 96, where was I? I mean, I was also in high school. But. I know I, where I was. I, um, <laughs> I'm trying to think if this is accurate or not. Um... Melrose Place. Ooh. Oh. That mm. feels like it's right on the edge. Yeah, it would have been just ending, maybe? Uh, oh, no, it went till 99. So, yeah. What? Melrose Place. Yep, 92 to 99. Dang. So. All right, 95, Tori. All right, so. You know, if we go back far enough, we might catch up to original DuckTales. <laughs> Don't taunt me. I'm not saying we're there yet. Because I don't think we are, but... I can look it up. I will look it up. <laughs> I will cheat. Um, oh, no. So, here's the problem. There's one show that I know aired, but I feel like that's mm-hmm. got to be the backup. So, the real question is, all the other NBC <laughs> crap? Because <laughs> it's like, you know, when was Caroline you... in the city? <laughs> like, oh, I when about was... Caroline in the city. There was Caroline in the city. There mm-hmm. was... Um, the Jonathan Silverman show? Yeah, which was it oh, just Oh no, it, Single Guy was like ninety seven. Veronica's Closet. Veronica's mm-hmm. Closet was around ninety I feel like there were a whole bunch around ninety seven because they all failed except for just shoot. Or like, yeah, like none of them lasted that long. Brooke Veronica's Shields Closet show. lasted a couple seasons. Actually, I feel oh, did like it? Caroline Single and, Guy only went like two seasons. Yeah, Caroline and City went like four. Maybe. Yeah. Um I'm gonna go Caroline and the City. I'll take a risk. For ninety five, so you're saving the one that I, I mean, I know we I'm all know old. what it is. We yeah. know what aired through the entirety of the nineties. <laughs> Caroline in the City premiered in ninety five. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay, so now the question is, <gasps> do I burn your backup? <laughs> because I know you, we exactly all know. What you're we about. all know. Okay, let me just think about what else I could do. Saving because we could still save that one for like a couple more years. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's good. For a, a yeah. Yeah. So if I can save that, what else was running in '94? <laughs> Dustin will cheat and take it out from under the both of us. I'm not cheating. <laughs> no, it's a group game. We're a team, and so okay. it's it's okay. Are we trying to pass all of our birthdays? Is should we have like a goal in mind? I think it's just to see how far we can get. Okay. 
I mean, if we can pass all of our birthdays, that would be ridiculous because at that point, I don't know what's on TV. No, and I am the mayor of television, apparently. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, so in 94... So there, there are a couple different ways I can go with this. I can either try to, try to figure out the right... Uh, it's basically either an NBC procedural that ran for a long time. Right. Or a... NBC medical show that ran for a long time that might have started in 94, but I'm not sure. That one's tough. Or, but it it was around then, but I don't, I could be off by a year. But also, if you miss it, then we've just blown through that entire show. Right. And, and also, if I, I mean, I could, the problem is that I could be wrong about some of these, and like, we lose when we have, we all know there's an answer that works here in 94. Yes. Um, one, the of other, the, one of the things that you have mentioned works. Right. Um, the other thing is that I definitely know that there's a... Th- th- this is also in the era of, like, bad USA Network, where I know all the shows, but I don't remember exactly when they ran. And so it's like, if and I USA wanted to take a risk, program? I could... Wait, what? Man, USA Network back then? Oh, yeah. And there are a bunch of shows on there that I could try for, but I don't know if they... It's just I, I'm fuzzy on the year, so it, it, that feels like too much of a risk. Um, I feel like I should save the backup, but then it comes down to which... You're overthinking it, Dan. Come on. You'll be fine. Just... Spit it up. You really will. Be. What year are you going for again? I'm in 94. Yeah, just literally any of the things that you're thinking, I think, will be fine. Law and Order. Yes. The original. Yep. Okay. Cool. All right, 93 is okay. mine. I know 93 because I graduated high school in 93, and that was the Wonder Years because we graduated together. Really? <laughs> Wow. Uh, yep, ninety three, last season. Wow. All right, so ninety two, Tori. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. I don't want to burn the backup. You can if you want to. I, I could. Like at this point. <sighs> no, but here's the problem. All right, yo. <laughs> Shit! God damn it. Because I'm pretty sure I have an answer for for ninety one, if even if you use no that. no I have one, but I it's technically scripted. I really want to say the nineties X Men cartoon, and I feel like yeah, it's early. That's scripted. Enough. That counts. And it went for like five seasons, so I mm-hmm. feel like that would be my risky guess. Okay. But I know I could just say the safety. Right. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Ah! <laughs> How old was? Wait. So ninety three. No, ninety two. Ninety two. Okay. It, All right. People. I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna say X Men. So to be clear, you're saying X Men, the animated series. Yes. Uh, correct. Actually, ninety two was the first year. So oh. this was the last year you could use it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, 
Okay. 91. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was I watching back then? Now that you've mentioned cartoons... Right? This also opens another avenue. But oh, I don't know if my timing is right. So I could also just burn the safety. Just burn the safety. Seinfeld. Yes. Um... Where am I? 90? 1990. Uh, 21 Jump Street. Oh, that's a good one. I oh. forgot about that one. Is that right? Yep. Uh, oh, wait, that's the movie, 21 Jump Street. Let me, I, I'm pretty sure you're right, but let me just 87 and check. That was very, yeah. This okay, is about, like, 89. Shows that I was watching with my family. Eighty nine. All right, I think original Ducktales. All right, let's see. You've waited this long for it. Eighty seven to ninety. So correct. (laughs) (sighs) All right, eighty eight. Okay. so the problem is that all of the cartoons that I remember <laughs> and loved, no, no, no. So here, here's the problem. Like, like DuckTales is, kind, is probably the earliest cartoon that I remember watching as it aired. Right. And a lot of the other ones were, like, I know they were in reruns. Like, I watched them anyway, but I know they were in reruns. Or, or if they were in reruns or not, I wouldn't have known the difference. Right, it so, didn't matter. Right. So there are, like... Formative shows that I watch at this time, and I no don't know if they when were they came from. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure it was real. Um, <laughs> I could also try to just go TV history and think about like the shows that I really loved this time or from this time. But again, I'm fuzzy on the dates because I probably didn't watch them at, uh, live because um, we were children. Because we were children. But I definitely watched them in syndication, and I definitely know at well, least one doing, of them. You're doing 1988, right? 88. Yeah. Um, there were two uh, huge shows that premiered in 1988. All right, Pete. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All right. I'm just going to burn Cheers because uh, I know it was on. So Is that right? That. Dustin, you have 87. Yeah, caught. it was 82 but, to like So what we just missed were, I think, I think Murphy Brown and uh, Roseanne both premiered in 1988. Uh, I'll go Cosby Show. Cosby Show was 87? Started that late. Uh, 84, yeah, so okay, you're fine. Um, all right, 86 story. Oh, I just realized it's very late for you guys. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I don't know. <laughs> I wasn't watching. Oh, God. Um, She-Ra, Princess of Power. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Let, know. Let's see. I was uh, three. <laughs> uh, 85, so you're you're good. Yes. Uh, yeah, 85 to 87, so She-Ra. All right, uh, me. 1985. I'm going to say Taxi. Oh, I thought that was a 70s show. I don't know. Yeah, me too. I think it was... Oh, no! (gasps) 
Did I screw it up? Dad. Did you? Oh, no. Wait, that's Taxi Driver. Hang on. That's... <laughs> oh, what was your year? Taxi. Uh, I think I screwed it up. You man. It, it ended in 83. It ended in 83? <sighs> you just okay. missed. It's okay. I really could have uh, gone back to probably like the late 60s. Really? Because I am old. <laughs> I'm literally looking at... The bummer is that what I was going to go with originally was Transformers, which was 84 to 87. So that would have been fine. I was also thinking, when fine. was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon? I thought about that too, but I was going to use that for 88. Um, we still had like St. Elsewhere, could have covered like a long stretch, MASH. Uh, yeah, Charlie's MASH. Angels. Yeah, we haven't gotten back to MASH yet. I knew that. But that's the problem, right. that, that gap between, because like pre-83, like a bunch of shows kind of ended around 83. Yeah. But Dallas. like, I don't know. Ninja Turtles was 87. Okay. So, so we um, would have missed that. Yeah. Anyway, I, I, I lost the game. Uh, yes. But we went pretty far back yeah, to 85 did. or 86 correctly. So that's not bad. Yeah. Um, and we ended so. on She-Ra, which I'm feeling really good about. <laughs> <laughs> I should have just said He-Man because I was thinking if She-Ra was that year, then He-Man must have He-Man absolutely would have been. Yeah. But uh, anyway. Um, anyway, that that's... I don't know. Does anyone have anything they want to rant or say happy things about? Because otherwise it's very late and we should let you go. I got nothing. I got nothing, man. Determinism. Fuck it. Uh, Fuck determinism. You make your own choices. Except, you know, also stay inside right now because you should. It's all a simulation, but don't go outside. We have no choice. We have no control over our decisions. Um, oh, you know I don't what? know if that's a good thing to tell people right now. <laughs> we should end on a really positive note, which is Cheddar the dog. Cheddar the, the dog. dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, Cheddar the dog. Emmys for Cheddar. Emmys for Cheddar. Um, fluffy boy. Uh, fluffy boy. Fit king. Uh, fluffy king. <laughs> um, all right, that's that's the show. This is definitely going to be our longest show. I know I say that every week, but this time it's true. Um, so, good night. Come back next week. Good night. Also, good night. Good night. <laughs>